The entire political world is on edge right now as we await what may be Donald Trump's second run at the presidency. He's expected to announce this on Tuesday evening, way ahead of schedule. Advisors had been urging him to wait until at least December. But the thinking is, from his view of things, that you can maybe knock Glenn Youngkin out of the way. You can knock Ron DeSantis out of the way. and You get there first and foremost. But will it work? Will it work this time? Welcome to the Trish Regan Show. I'm Trish. Great to have you here. Portions of today's program are brought to you by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest for the long haul in things like precious metals. So look Look to diversify your portfolio. Maybe get a gold-backed IRA by going to LegacyPMInvestments.com today. Again, that's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Okay, so a lot's about to happen. A lot could change. The question now becomes, can he do it again? He's going to run again, but can he win it again? You got to back up here for a second. Let's go back to 2015 and 2016. So what was unique about Donald Trump in 2015, 2016? He was the anti-politician, right? And there's something very, very appealing about the guy who's just going to say anything, especially when you're up against the woman who was so controlled and so contrived, I'm talking about Hillary Clinton, and so frankly despised by so many Americans. She was not well-liked. She didn't have that sense of humor that he seemed to display. And so he won. Now, one strategist once told me, and I thought this was very interesting, that in some ways, 2016 was more about a vote against Hillary than it was for Trump. I think there's an element to that, of course, but simultaneously, I do think that people, they felt like he could do something different and they were desperate for different. We've been going down the same path and we've had the Bushes and we've had the Clintons and people wanted something new. And here was this businessman who had done some pretty exciting things in the business space and heck was a household name on The Apprentice Show, a very popular show. And they thought, hey, why not roll the dice on something different? But a lot's happened since then. I still stand by what I said all along. It was a mistake to shut the economy down. That was the first red flag, if you would, in what was about to go wrong. Because at, at that point, the Trump administration effectively was just giving in, if you would, to those that really wanted to take control of things. And we became a complete failure as an economy. I think we did a lot of extra damage along the way, including to our children who spent many, many months over a year, right, without getting, in some cases, proper schooling. So there was a lot of damage inflicted by that one decision. Uh, look, I, I'm neutral on this. You know that. I'd like to see conservatives win, but I'm neutral on who would be the person. But I'm doubtful that we can get back to where we were in that 2015, 2016 kind of scenario where you saw this groundswell and you saw this momentum for so many people, even crossing party lines, party no longer mattered. They just wanted what was different and they got different and then different eventually gave in to the, the scientists that were insisting you shut things down, never consulting, by the way, any economists along the way, or educators, or mental health professionals. I mean, they just had one agenda, and that was to lock things down. And unfortunately, the administration fell for it, and you know the aftermath. You put that together with January 6th, etc., and there's some serious baggage there. The question is, can he overcome that baggage? Is he different enough? Or will people see this as a return to March 2020 
which were some really awful days. So that's the outstanding question. The Wall Street Journal actually put this quite well in a piece that they wrote today, an editorial piece. They said, quote, before COVID, he, being Donald Trump, was headed for re-election. But the damage from his shutdown of the economy combined with his erratic behavior in that crisis gave Joe Biden the opening to campaign for normalcy. Mr. Trump lost a winnable election. I think that's a fair assessment. It was a mistake to shut things down and to keep things shut down for so long. And the inflation that we now have, frankly, is a result of all that. Poor decisions that were made at the time. And that resulted in multiple stimulus checks. I mean, hey, the first the first one, what are you going to do? We had no choice. But then there was the second, and then there was Joe Biden's third. And then there was the Federal Reserve all along, printing, 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 printing. And now we have record inflation. And I suspect we're going to have real economic trouble in the near future as the Fed tries to rein this thing in. It can't be done. Not the way they want. I'm sorry. I mean, it looks, hey, if they can pull a rabbit out of their hat, I'll take it. But I don't believe we are going to be able to get through the next 12 months without having a pretty serious recession. You saw the news on Amazon today. They're laying off people. All the tech companies are laying off people, by the way. Interesting how they waited until after Tuesday's election to announce all that. I believe many of the announcements came on Wednesday. Hmm. Anyway, we are in a treacherous time. I think it's really important that somebody really capable wins the nomination. Another four years of Democrats, possibly with them then gaining control of the House or the Senate, I'll tell you, that's a bad thing for America. I'm increasingly convinced that the Democrats will get another four years, and that's in part because the Republican Party is so divided. Think about the base that supports Donald Trump. That is a very solid, very loyal base of people that will stand by him really no matter what. So that helps him in the primary. But what happens after that? What happens when we get to 2024? The base will still come out, of course. But can he cross the line like he did so brilliantly in 2016? Will you see people voting for him over the alternative? With all that's happened, I think that's going to become the real question. In some ways, I think he'd have more stature if he were to handpick effectively his successor and campaign for that successor. But by running himself, it puts the party in a more divided position without the ability to have that crossover appeal. I, I, on my podcast just the other day, spoke about the importance in the middle. We don't have enough in the way of candidates that can cross over when it needs to happen. There's such a, a run to the extreme. And eventually you have to circle back to the middle because you need to get the people in the middle. And you know what? Most of the country's in the middle. So if you ignore them, you're going to lose. I don't think Hillary Clinton could appeal enough to the middle. I don't think Bernie Sanders could appeal enough to the middle. I don't think Kamala Harris could possibly appeal to the middle, or frankly, even the most extreme parts of her party. She has a, a likability issue. Donald Trump might have a real shot against Hillary Clinton, as he did, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, but Biden's kind of this milk toast vanilla candidate. It doesn't really seem to stand for much or, or frankly, even know what day it is. So how does he run against him? That could be a more challenging situation. And frankly, I'll tell you, it's music to Democrats' ears. They would love it. They would love for Donald Trump to run. They'll just run Biden again. And I guess we get more of the same. I want to talk about the market, which has been doing pretty well lately, but I don't buy into it. Not 
entirely anyway. I want to talk about that in just a second. But before I do, a quick shout out for Fluffy. If you have not met my dog, Fluffy, you really get to watch the show on YouTube because I wanted to tell you about Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctor, and his supplement known as Rough Greens, roughgreens.com. Dr. Black really fascinating background that he has. You've heard me talk, of course, about Rough Greens. You've heard me say how it's been helping thousands of dogs feel better, live longer, including my own dog, Fluffy, who totally loves it. Well, you need to know about naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, who created this stuff. He's also an airborne ranger, a Green Beret, Vietnam-era helicopter pilot. He's got a really amazing background. And what I love most of all is how much he loves dogs and how committed He is to helping as many dogs as he possibly can because you know what? Dogs need nutrition too. My fluffy needs his nutrition too. And you may have heard me say that dog food, you know, the kind that you buy on the shelf, it's really dead food. But Rough Greens has the ability to make this all come alive for your pet thanks to its vitamins, its minerals, its omega oils, digestive enzymes, probiotics, plenty of antioxidants, all this good stuff that my dog so desperately needs to have a healthy life. Dr. Black is offering a free jumpstart trial bag so your dog can try it out too in order to help get back his or her energy and perhaps improve some of the itching and some of the scratching, all those things that come from allergies. I know that Fluffy responded so well to this. So get your free jumpstart trial of Rough Greens today. All you have to do is go to roughgreens.com. Again, free jumpstart trial. You just pay for shipping. Sprinkle this stuff onto your dog's food. And I think, I think your dog will like it. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, R-U-F-F-Greens.com. Anyway, let's turn back to the markets and the economy. The market's actually been doing really well lately. I would use this, I mean, and this is me. I am not your financial advisor. I caution that again, but I would use this maybe to look at selling into the rally because I'm not so sure it can continue. The economic fundamentals just aren't there. Okay. They just aren't there. You've seen all the layoffs. Amazon, the latest one, thousands of layoffs coming there. We are hearing daily from companies right now that they are scaling back. That is the economy shrinking, which is the natural thing that happens when the Federal Reserve ups interest rates as much as they have. Okay, and we still have plenty of inflation. Now, there was one thing that people are pointing to. They're a little bit excited because wholesale prices, these are the prices that producers pay for goods, right? The shops, the restaurants. Well, they rose just two-tenths of a percent in October, which is less than expected. Most economists were looking for around four-tenths of a percent of an increase. And so that's good news. But still, producer prices for the year, they're still up 8%. I know that's better than 8.4% that we saw last month, but you know what? It's 8%. And inflation is still nearly 8%. So this is going to take time. And through this process, which the Fed, frankly, is taking for for my money way too slowly, through this process, we'll continue to see more job losses. We'll continue to see a pullback in economic activity. And so, yes, I'm happy. I'm thrilled that inflation is coming down, but it's still up. So let's not get too excited here. The train has already left the station. I also think the Federal Reserve is a little bit delusional when they say they believe the pace of hikes in rates will start to slow. In fact, Vice Chair Lyle Brennard said just this week that the Fed can move to a, quote, more deliberate posture. Her thinking being that things will get better and they'll get better soon. I I just don't. I don't buy it. I mean, you tell me any other time in history that the Fed has really been able to negotiate a soft landing. It hasn't been done. 
Typically, what you always see is the Federal Reserve is a day late at a dollar short, or in the most recent case, a few two dollars too many, because they printed for too long. They did too much. Now, we could run the risk at some point that they do too much again to the downside. I don't know. That's harder for them to do because I know they always want to prop things up. But right now, the pace of rate hike, it is significant. It takes like six to nine months for any of these rate hikes to actually hit the economy. So we haven't even felt the full effects of it. And I would expect there's still more to come. Okay. You know how much I care about the health of the economy. I really do. It's my number one issue. I also care about the health of all of us. So I wanted to tell you about one of our new sponsors on the show. It's called Liver Health Formula. It's critical that you take care of your liver because that is your body's detoxifier. That is the organ that performs over 500 key functions in your body every single day. It's responsible for cleansing and removing thousands of harmful toxins, man-made chemicals, alcohol, dangerous food additives and preservatives. But you know what? Over time, your liver can slow down. Your liver can become sluggish. So that's where this all-natural solution steps in. It's called Liver Health Formula, and it contains 12 powerful botanicals clinically proven to recharge and protect your liver at the cellular level. So this means you have a chance to boost your energy levels, kick your natural metabolism into high gear, all by restoring your liver's own detoxifying abilities. Really interesting stuff. you got to check them out. they got a very special deal right now for listeners of the program. You can try Liver Health Formula today, risk-free, with five free gifts when you order. You also get four free eBooks to help you understand how to better think about your health, every aspect of your health and your longevity regardless of age. So go to getliverhelp.com slash Trish, T-R-I-S-H, or call this number 1-800-282-1757. Again, 1-800-282-1757. You'll get your risk-free supply of Liver Health Formula 5 bonus gifts. Again, 1-800-282-1757. So stay tuned for the big announcement coming tonight. We'll have lots to talk about tomorrow in terms of how that's going to affect the future, specifically the landscape for 2024. Is anybody else going to run? We shall see. Great to have you here. Make sure you go and sign up for my newsletter at trishintel.com. trishintel.com. Sign up for the newsletter and I'll talk to you tomorrow.